Seder Snippets is sponsored by Renee Jack Nussbaum, Ilonishmas Adol Bas Yehuda Tzvi. We are concluding the second Halalukah following Ashrei, and we last left off beginning the transition in the capital, David HaMelech Shabachi Yerushalayim Es Hashem, the notion of the eschatological era, the time of redemption of Geula, when Hashem's presence will palpably be felt, will explicitly be seen, when Yerushalayim, both its inhabitants and the city itself, will sing out the glory to Hashem. When the gates of the city will be strong, impenetrable, when we'll feel the ultimate bracha, which is continuity, beirach banach bekirbech, hasam givulech shalom, when we'll experience peace and harmony, will be shalem, will be whole and full at our borders, and chitim yasbiech, the choicest of the wheat, the creamiest of the wheat, we a sign of prosperity, the Gemara and brachos, we will uh, will appreciate. Which brings us up to Hashem sends its word to the earth and his command runs swiftly. Hashem makes things happen immediately. Even in the dreariest, darkest moment, even when things seem helpless and hopeless, in the blink of an eye, Hashem his word travels fast. And when he dictates, when he demands, when he's determined that something should be different, it happens incredibly quickly. And what's an example? The Pasuk we're up to. He lays down snow, shelag, like what? Katsemer. And he scatters frost, like efer, like ashes. These metaphors seem somewhat puzzling. What does it mean that he makes it snow, like tsemer, like wool, or like fleece? What do snow and fleece have to do with one another? In fact, in many ways, they seem like opposites. So why is that the example, or why is that the metaphor which David HaMelech is, uh, is using to describe Hashem's intervention in this world. And that Hashem blankets the earth with snow so quickly. That's the fulfillment of Mehira Yarutz Dvaro. Hashem says, let it snow. Next thing you know, there's two feet of snow on the ground. And what's the snow like? It's like tzemer. It's like fleece. What does that mean? So I saw an interpretation in the Sefer Vaish Moshe of Moshe Soloveitchik, who says the following. I, I didn't know this to be true, but he says, that if it's incredibly cold outside, if the ground is frozen over, the farmer who's relying on the soil of the ground, its softness, its richness, its potential, the farmer who wants to produce what's coming out of the ground, it can all be destroyed, it can be damaged by the frost and by the deep cold. So what does that farmer ask for? What do they wish for? They want snow. He argues, he says, that tafkidim. <laughs> The snow insulates the produce that it retains whatever heat it had. I thought snow was cold, but somehow it can insulate to retain the heat and it protects the ground and the soil from the external frost or cold that could destroy it. Interesting. If that's true, he says, then it makes perfect sense to say, Shelag can be functioning like tzemer. When you're cold, how do you insulate and protect yourself? You put on, uh, you put on uh, tzemer. You put on a wool. You put on, uh, you put on uh, something that protects you. So the snow is blanketing the earth in a way which protecting it. That is his suggestion. I saw another pshat that actually says the exact opposite. Kadosh Baruch Hu sends the sheleg, and for whatever reason he determines the sheleg is what's right. But the moment he provides the sheleg, he also hanosen sheleg katzemer. He gives the maka and the rafua, the rafua and the maka. So yes, he's the one who makes it snow. He's the one who sells, sends the cold spell. But he also designed the hoodie. He also made the tzemer. 
He also made the sweatshirt and the winter coat and the scarf and the gloves and the ski cap. He also gave us the instruments that can protect us from that sheleg. He is both the no saint sheleg, but he's also the no saint semer. He gives them both at once. Don't only see the challenge. Don't only see the problem. Don't only see the bad. But a Kosh Baruch who sends us the good, he sends us the good as well. He tosses down hail like the crumbs. Person who's eating a cookie that crumbles. Person who's eating chal that is crumbs. The crumbs fall and it's meaningless. It's nothing. That to Hashem is the weather, the hail. It descends, it falls like it's crumbs. Lifnei karaso, the core, in front of that cold, miya amod. Who can stand that cold? I can't. That's why I live here. I was in New York recently. It was freezing cold. Those who sat outside for the Sea of Ashas, kola kavod, the kavod Torah they showed. It's freezing cold. The, the cold goes through you. It makes your bones cold. Lefnei karaso, such a cold, miya amod. In other words, HaKadosh Baruch Hu controls, manipulates the weather. Man who feels so powerful, so arrogant, such an inflated sense of self and ego. Man who feels in such control and he can conquer the universe. Hashem snaps his finger and bidvaro with his word, he just sends a shtickle cold spell. No problem. A little gust of wind that blows sideways and goes through your bones that there are no coats, no gloves, no ski caps in the world enough to keep you warm. But then HaKadosh Baruch Hu can reverse it in an instant. We're talking about His power, His might, His uniqueness, His singularity. Yishlach Dvaro, that same word, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't create with action. He doesn't need to use His hands. Baruch Sha'amar Olam. HaKadosh Baruch Hu with 10 sayings, with speech, before we understood or appreciated what speech recognition is, Kaddish Baruch Hu was using speech recognition. He spoke and his will was fulfilled. The world came to be. So he sends Dvaro his word again. And what happens? same. That same blanket of snow, that same bone-shattering cold that he sent a moment ago, now he changes his word. Yishlach Dvaro. And Yamsem, now he makes it melt. Yashev Rucho He breathes. He doesn't even have to speak. Breathing is a step even before speaking. You don't have to articulate. You don't have to transmit or communicate. He simply breathes, Yizlumayim, and the water flows. With his word alone, with his breath alone, he can melt and he can restore. Just as quickly as he brings the snow, he can make it disappear. As quickly as the challenge appears, he's provided the solution. As quickly as the maka is the rafua. He gives the sheleg, he also provides the tzemer. But what's interesting, we'll end with this, is Rav Hirsch points out that nature responds to Hashem's will. All he has to do is breathe or speak and nature says, I'm at your command. I serve at your will. You want me to snow, I'll snow. You want me to melt, I'll melt. You want it to run, I'll run. And that we should emulate nature. We say in Kiddush Levana, Nature, whatever the constellations are meant to do, whatever they're programmed to do, it's how they behave. And we are to emulate nature in the sense of obedience, of responsiveness, that what HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells us is how we should behave, all functioning as part of His master plan. 